the reason that we always try to work on the mind. But the exercise through body reach the mind. Because, you know, you cannot relax the mind. You say, okay, I will relax my mind. Well, it's not the point. You need to do something. The, the drills is for that. This is Glenn Murphy with NC Sistema, and this is Sistema for Life. Nelson, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here, Glenn. That's brilliant. Yeah, we had a couple of misconnections and a hurricane coming through and then failed microphone, so I'm glad we could <laughs> get it together in the oh. end. Yeah. yeah, you have a problem there. Uh, hurricane and things like that is very bad. To yeah, it's not been fun in North Carolina the past, past couple of months, but hopefully <laughs> we're, we're over the worst of it now. Brilliant. So um, mm. tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you? Um, so you're based down in uh, near Sao Paulo, is that correct? Yeah, I'm living in Sao Paulo right now. I'm uh, I born in a, in a harbor city called Santos, mm -hmm. uh, six uh, six kilometer from here. And, I, and then I start. I moved to Sao Paulo. is a, a capital of the state, and uh, mm -hmm. I teach here. Great. So, and I understand that you started training Sistema maybe about um, something around 2008, 2009, or was it a little bit before that? Or? Mm -hmm. No, before I started okay. training, more or less in 2003. Oh, wow. Okay. And, yeah. And I became instructor in 2008. Gotcha. Okay. So you were studying on, on your own and seminars and things for a while. So yeah, yeah, yeah. About, um, did, were you studying other arts before that? Tell us a little bit about your uh, your background and how you yeah. came to the where you became. Oh, it's, uh, I'm, well, I trained was a kid, uh, Kung Fu and box with my daddy. And uh, then I grew up. I started looking for something else. I started to, then I find the Kendo. I studied Kendo mm -hmm. and Kenjutsu. Yeah. And then I started training also Aikido. I started Aikido in 1989. Okay. Yeah, great. Well, we have that in common. So, <laughs> so I, I trained uh, Aikido for many times. Then I trained also connected with ninjutsu too a bit with friends. And uh, and I, I gave up uh, ninjutsu and, and kendo and kenjutsu and started to focus on Aikido. Hmm. Uh, I stood a bit of Krav Maga just to understand what they are doing there yeah. to see what's up because mm. they are, they have something uh, fashion and then I would like to understand why. Mm. But I keep myself in Aikido. Then in 2002 or something like that, I heard about some martial arts. I was training uh, federal police here in Brazil mm. and I would like to teach them something more easy than Aikido. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I'm looking for something, and I find some things very differently, things like Aikido, but uh, slightly different, uh, people with uh, military clothing, and I say, oh, what's up? Mm. And uh, I was just, I, I used to be translator for Aikido Journal and Aikido Today magazine for Portuguese, so yeah. I start to, to see advertising of uh, Expo Aikido 2003. Mm. <laughs> And right. there is Vladimir Vasiliev. The, then I, wow, that's it. This is college Sistema. And then I began to looking for WhatsApp. That's right. my curriculum of martial art mostly. Gotcha. So you, um, so 2003 was your first direct exposure with Vladimir. Had you seen like pieces of Sistema before in like maybe magazines or, D or yeah. VHS tapes or something? Yeah, I start to, uh, since you are in South America, you know, it's very far from United States or Canada, something like that. Uh, I saw some videos and I ordered VHS yeah. to start to training mm -hmm. and I asked them and then I, I, wow, this is fun. And I start to train with, among my students. 
and uh, in Aikido, né? I, I finish yeah. the class and start to train to try how things works in that way. Of course, uh, is a bit far from reality, you know. You yeah. training what you saw, and then you be a bit. Uh, oh no, I would like to do that. I, I think is that because things yeah. like Aikido, but differently. Mm. But uh, among my students, they all agree to try this thing. Oh, look, I've been looking for this thing. What do you think about the training? Then you start to training. And that's my start uh, to VHS. Then I send a, a message for Vladimir. That time we send an email. It's like a letter. You remember you send it one, one, two, three weeks later, they answer back. Then yeah. I say, I would like to start a group here in Brazil. They say, okay, you'd have no structure around. Better you start by yourself. Okay. Say, okay, let's, group, let, let's try a group. So I start to training group here. And... Uh, Step by step, I start to fix uh, classes only from Sistema and Aikido. I quit, uh, before the Aikido classes, mm -hmm. I start a group of uh, Aikido Sistema classes. Then uh, that's my my starting Sistema training and teaching. Yeah. And so in, in 2008, uh, I traveled to Europe mm. and met Vladimir Vasiliev personally and uh, Michael Ribico. Mm. And I start to train with them, and I become instructor in training. That yeah. time is amazing because uh, it's, a, it's a great experience because he, you saw one guy that you saw in the VHS, DVDs, and all these things. That time, you know, there's no DVD, but, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you saw that guy in person. Like you see, a, a movie star that you'll be yeah. <laughs> watching then and say, wow, he's personally. Yeah. And it uh, was a very great experience for me. Uh, the, the handle of Vladimir, training under Michael, and Michael itself was great. And uh, one thing that marked me a lot that day, especially, we have a dinner mm. after the training. Normally, it's Saturday training. Yeah. And uh, uh, me and one friend from Brazil, we are uh, looking for this, well, a seat to, to dinner. Mm. And uh, there's a two spots in front of Vladimir and Michael. Mm. And I say, wow, we are looking forward to sit in this. The guy say, oh, is your spot there? I say, mm. oh, it's in front of the Vladimir and Michael. How I could be? I'm the first time among mm. them and this and that. I say, no, no, you, are, you guys come from more far mm. to, to see them. And I say, wow, man, it's for me, it's a, it's a, it's a shock because it, since I come from Japanese tradition, yeah. never, ever, ever I will sit outside the master. Sure. There's a, there's a hierarchy, <laughs> right? Aikido, yeah. and there's a, a yeah. strict hierarchy. You have to sit very yeah. far away and then eventually you work your way closer. And then, yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I say, wow, I can sit in, I can, can, could start to talk with uh, Vladimir and Michael personally in that uh, uh, dinner situation. So for me, it's a very shocking because, uh, okay, I would like to be with this just for that reason, because there's no such uh, restricted hierarchy as I as used to be. And I say, okay, that's a good place to be. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. It was very refreshing for me as well. Coming, I came from like 14 years of Aikido and, um, and even though the people I trained with in Japan were very, um, I mean, some of them were very stern and very strict to strength. I trained with a uh, Saito Morihiro Sensei when I was over there and he was very straightforward and very strict. Um, but they were, they were friendly in their way, you know, afterwards when you were eating and things, but there, there was definitely that, um, assumption of respect and everything that went along with it. But, um, yeah, meeting Vladimir the first time I was, um, in Charlotte, actually North Carolina some, at some time, 2007, I think. Um, 
and I was just struck by how normal he was. You know, he just kind of came in. He didn't have the bearing yeah. of like a master, like lording it over everybody with his skills. And he's still like that. You know, he's uh, somehow he's managed to keep training and become truly world class. You know, and yet he doesn't. You know, strut. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't show his skills or, or show. Or I don't. I don't think he believes that he's superior. And even talking to him, he says he never even wanted to be a master. He doesn't like this um, title. He doesn't like this image because it tends to give you pride, right? So it, it makes it difficult to be a, a, a normal, humble person when you have too much uh, praise, like too much adulation. I guess so. It's a tough. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is, he was. Uh... Uh, surprised me uh, since that time uh, last, last time I would be in the camp now in the that summer and uh, yeah. I saw him and say again a lot of humble lessons for me and uh, yeah, that's the reason that we we could not be that much proud to be structured or something like that because uh, he is very humble person mm. and so us as a structure must be the same role sure yeah it's a, it's a point yeah good, point good, that good always, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 because you some people start to be, oh, I'm a structure or this and that, I'm senior or they say, okay, but uh, Vlad is, does behave like this, so you must do not behave like that. Too. Sure. That's yeah. my opinion. Okay. <laughs> I see. Oh, always learning from so, him. So you were at the um, Structure of Freedom Camp just this last summer, correct? The, the one yep. up into Yeah. I was there. So ha- what was what was your takeaway from that? I was uh, I was really wanting to go, but unfortunately, oh, well, um, I was in Europe instead uh, visiting my family there. My parents live in Spain and we had to take my uh, kids so they could yeah. hang out with the grandparents and things, But um, so I missed it. But um, my good friend Mark Jacobson came down and we had a good uh, weekend of training after the seminar and uh, he, sh- oh, he shared oh. his his in uh his impressions of of the thread because so much is shown especially the the seminars you know the multi-day seminars that different people can look at it and and take different things right and because vladimir shows so many different sides of the same diamond you know that you can see it so yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What, what were your um what were your kind of big takeaways your big learning things that came away from that or did did some aspect of how you think about sistema change through doing that seminar or um was it just reinforcing more of um of what you were already working on well i'm working personally i'm working on the subdual of sistema and the uh, things that you cannot see clearly but yeah. uh, that's i'm working on the for me personally no? yeah uh the most lesson that i saw that uh in sistema camp this time is about the tension and the realization course because this is a exercise all the time we say uh, relax, 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 and Vladimir gave a lot of exercise about how to relax properly. Yeah. It's not about just relax, relax your shoulder, relax. You know, it's about how to relax. That's one point that uh, I really appreciate that in, in this exercise. Uh, the group itself working in the same mood to try to to figure out what Vladimir wants for us and vice versa. Uh, but the, the thing that for me personally, uh, I like the, what I pay more attention was the connection in the, in his family, Vladimir family, Vla, uh, Valerie, the, their daughters working yeah. together to mm. work through for Sistema. Yeah. That, how they work in the backstage for Sistema. Yeah. That's the thing that I really appreciate. Not It's not about training itself, but it's how Sistema was connected in yeah. the oldest things. And I, I think, whoa, this is an amazing thing to learn, to understand how to deal with another things, how they, they treat people, uh, they talk, they pay attention, hmm. uh, the care of everyone. Hmm. Uh, for me, it's 
for me, the main lesson for me is take care about all around you, not mm. just, uh, it's not about awareness, environmental awareness that we train a lot, but yeah. uh, literally care about everything around you. Yeah. And that, that's a, a feeling that I think, oh, this is important too. Because normally we say we train uh, environment awareness, pay attention to everything, this is, but it's a different kind of attention. It's a really be attempt for what the needs the people. That's a, a, something that I really appreciate in the training. Hmm. Uh, we are training with uh, people around the world from different levels. Yeah. And it's great to train you on the, with seniors and uh, new buys in the same way. And uh, I like to train with everyone. I don't mind. Mm. I don't like to train only with the senior course. Training with the seniors is great. Mm. But I like to train with, I, I'm available to train with everyone because I would like to see what they're asking. Yeah. Nah? And also, it's good for to there is a, is a moment that you give up the title of structure. You mm. be there as a student. You yeah. be you don't mind about you make mistakes. You asking, you don't pay attention how people are doing to correct them. I just be there and watch the mistakes and say, okay, good, and then start to train. I don't. Uh, I try to relax my structured mind mm. instead of uh, this is a good exercise for me because all the time we see something, you say, oh, I would like to correct. Yeah. Or, right way or wrong way sure. then that moment I, I just okay give up and uh, try to learn how to be as a student mm. uh, fresh mind and watching the mistakes and don't try to correct them try to work with them mm. instead of say oh you should do that way or I, I try to exercise this for me it was experience in that way yeah uh, I learn how to relax properly yeah, we can. I, I think that's a difficult thing for instructors, especially who've been uh, teaching for a while. You know, they talk about um, in England, they talk about um, and probably here in the States as well. I'm not sure. And um, they talk about um, teachers. You know, if you're a school teacher, for example, and my wife, like, she teaches uh, little kids, you know, at Montessori school uh, and they're, they're younger kids. And if you get used to teaching and giving orders all the time and, and speaking in a certain tone of voice all the time, then you, you tend yeah. to go home and then you talk to your husband and your family and your own kids that way. And and we just call it teacher voice, you know, so you, you yeah, can tell yeah, when yeah. somebody is a teacher. And I think in martial arts, sometimes we have the same bearing. It's not necessarily that we're ordering people around all the time outside, but but we have a tendency to be like, I could, I could fix that, you know. <laughs> All the yeah. time when you see somebody doing something, oh, you could relax a little more. You could breathe. Okay. Yeah. And it's very hard to stop yourself from correcting people because it's your job and that's what you do all the time. Right. So it's it, like you say, it's an important thing to have a pause, almost like meditation, right? You're cleaning your mind yeah. of the instructor mind and the instructor voice so that you can be like, okay, back to square one. I'm a student again. And, you know, going that way. So that's an important uh, cleansing ritual, perhaps just to go and train on its own. So. Yeah, because all the time we say shushing mind. Nah, oh, mm. Okay, you must have a shushing mind, as a beginner mm. mind, as a Japanese said. Yeah. And the system always, is, this is okay, we can think that. But when you start to training, you think, no, I'm a shushing mind. But in reality, you are not. Mm. So you need to really pay attention when you are structured uh, mind and mm. shushing or beginner mind. Because one thing that you must be is give up the training or teaching uh, behavior. Yeah. You don't fix nothing. You're just watching, mm. see people giving them their mistakes and let them work on their mistakes. Yeah. Because uh, one thing that Vlad, I think, so, uh, we start to correct everyone 
quickly, too mm. quickly. You don't allow them to make mistakes. Mm. So you you support the fragile environment. They don't struggle to their learning. Yeah. So you need to allow them to struggle a bit to to mm. uh, to develop their own solutions. Yeah. Instead of uh, giving everything every time uh, solution solution solution, they don't they don't care. So you know they start to be okay. I'm, I'm gonna wait a bit. Somebody yeah. will tell me how to do. Sure. So yeah. that way you allow them to learn properly. Yeah. Because in their own body, yeah. and uh, it's hard for us because you will think, okay, I, I, I can, I solve their their solutions and say, oh, this is not a that good solution. Maybe if they do that or that. So I start to try in the training, try to silence this voice more and more and more until the, they shut up, hmm. and I just watch them and say, oh, nice, and it start to be fun yeah. instead of. Uh, Hmm. Uh, need to correct, I need to correct. But sure. this is a thing that we should do, as you said, a kind of meditation for structures itself. Hmm. Be quiet, watching, hmm. let them struggle for their own learning process instead of all the time giving answers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel fortunate in, um, in where we are in North Carolina. We have like several instructors now. There's myself and Jeff Soderman who have been both been teaching for a lot of years. And then we have maybe like three, four instructors in training now. So, and so that they can all get chances teaching we rotate around and they all teach like what at least one class a week jeff teaches two and and so i teach maybe three or something like that and so we have lots of classes so i have the opportunity to at, at least once or twice a week i go to somebody else's class right so so for me that's i find that's and we've been doing this for many years and i think i think for me that's been invaluable because if you're just teaching all the time you get stuck in that mindset and also people behave sometimes a little bit different with you when you're the teacher right they don't attack you quite as hard or quite as angrily a lot of the time you know because they're because you're trying to demonstrate a principle they don't want to make you look stupid they want to make sure that you're you know doing that you'll get to talk about the thing that you're doing and there's also a little bit of a you know a psychological power imbalance you know that you feel like oh you know he's he's so strong he could smash me or something and so you get worried about doing it but it's funny when i roll into class and i'm with them that exists for about five minutes and then people are like oh this is my chance to get glenn you know and it becomes really fun and they they also see that you're fallible too right you have your own mistakes you don't move perfectly smoothly like in demonstrations all the time um that you find positions and you'll find places where you get uh tense and you get uh, you know psychologically tense or you move poorly and you have to recover yourself and then they get to see you recovering they get to see you breathing properly and 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 making the best of the situation they're like oh so i see so sistema becomes more about how you recover than like a performance you know it's like it's not a performance yeah. right it's, it's about something that happens in the moment so i found that really really valuable for myself and i um i hope that continues for many years but yeah, yeah the, the big seminars are definitely a big um course correct because or a week at hq in toronto you know because you're working with so many people with really good skills and it's it's important to get that um you know that uh that correction i think uh, very regularly yeah, yeah, yeah. In headquarter, uh, anyway, to crew, and I be, uh, I be quiet all the time. And people mm-hmm. then for a couple of days, the people don't know where, who am I. Uh, when I go there in the HQ, I be, I'm, I introduce myself as not as a structure. I introduce myself as a person, like in the instructor training, because this not uh, make a barrier mm-hmm. among. Oh, this is a Brazilian instructor or something like that. And because if I say I'm Brazilian instructor, maybe they start to. Normally they ask me, ah, you know, Brazilian BGG and this and that. They say, no, it's okay. I'm just training Sistema. Mm-hmm. And I start to training. 
But if I don't introduce myself as anything else, just a man, yeah. and then training a lot, and this is fun, I'm, uh, uh, I, I can do my own mistakes and try to learn from them instead mm -hmm. of, uh, and the guy don't hold themselves. Yeah. As you said, they don't hold themselves. They start to train me, uh, and I need to solve the problem when I have it. This yeah, is it's great. It's funny, I remember the first um, first few times I went to HQ after getting my like, uh, instructor certification, um, I felt kind of like a, I, I would go there and just be wearing a t-shirt and then people so, people that have been there at HQ for a while who have maybe I'd seen before a couple of times, but so many people come in and out, you know, so they forget sometimes if they've seen it. Now I, I'm up there every year and pretty much everybody who's a regular HQ knows knows who I am. But um, but there was a time when I would be less frequent or I'd be up there maybe once or once a year and um and people would be like oh hey well, you should do this you should do that and i felt kind of affronted you know and i was sort of saying mm, actually i'm an instructor you know i teach in north carolina and, and i started uh, after that first visit i would like wear my instructor shirt sometimes to the class in the hq yeah. ridiculous right i'll put it on so that i'll be like well they should know that i have some skills and they should teach to that level you know if they're teaching me something they should know that i'm already here and then i realized that that was just ridiculous and the reason why i was putting on the shirt was because i just wasn't confident in my own ability right that i was trying to compensate for something and try and convince them that i was i had so much skill um and then i went entirely the other way so now at seminars or at any seminar not just hq i always wear just a systema shirt like maybe just one of the standard ones or my nc shirt, systema shirt and i never wear a instructor shirt unless i'm actually the instructor right for for the if i'm the instructor for the group then i wear it because well people should know you know if they want to ask questions or something but other than that i always wear a, a, a standard shirt because i don't want to do that I, i'd rather like you say just train and then have them discover you know whether if, if you have more skill then they're like oh wow you have skill do you teach i'm like yeah sometimes and you can kind of go that way right and then and the nice thing about that is is that people sometimes uh share things they share more because they don't feel uh, like withheld about the whole thing, you know what I mean? And it's uh, and also it it takes the pressure off of me in a way. I don't feel like I have to go there and perform to instructor standard, you know. And there's, yeah, there's yeah, little, yeah. one of those barriers to learning. I think is that pride when you when you do a drill and it's not going so well, um, and you just kind of feel awkward. And and one of the things that can get in the way of relaxation and actually seeing things and moving properly can be this idea that. I'm an instructor. I should be better at this by now. You know, I've been doing this for years and years. I should be better at this drill. And then that annoying thing gets in there and then you do poorly because you can't let go of it. And so for me, just wearing the t-shirt helps me let go of that. I'm like, I'm nobody here. You know, I'm nobody. I'm just a, I'm somebody who's training and I shouldn't be better at this or better at that, you know, and some still frustrations come up and I feel frustrated at myself, but, um, but not because I'm an instructor. Right. So I think that's, a, yeah, that's, that's an important thing. So, yeah, I, I I used to be the same. I don't I don't wear structured T-shirt without teaching. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not a teacher. I'm not wearing structured T-shirt. If in my class, I use the structured T-shirt. That's the point. Mm. And uh, that way, you can okay. You you as human being, we make you 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 should have frustrations and make mistakes. This is the yeah. role that we grow as human. Sure. Uh, so it's hard because uh, you be upset because of. We, you you have a kind of uh, standard what mm. mistake I should do or not. Mm. But it's, it's not the truth. It's just your mind uh, tricking you because mm. you say how you know which mistake you do. You know, yeah. it's not available for you. So you do, you do something and make mistakes and learn from that. That's the point. But we are 
Sometimes we are too proud of, of too little. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well put. we must be more okay, uh, relaxed. Be relaxed. Relaxation is about this. Be more relaxed about who you are hmm. in that way. You, you can perform better when you relax in that way. You don't. You don't. Uh, Pay attention too much and to overcome, and mm. uh, uh, because it, this is this is make you this tie you in the some mindset, yeah. and that's not good. Yeah, yeah, I think if you relax more, and, and this relax is not a muscle relax, but it's mind relax. Mm. You you can perform better, and in any way, what means right perform better. Mm. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's an interesting concept we sort of say with um, with relaxation because I I think in the beginning of training it was drilled so much you should breathe, relax, breathe, relax. Um, it kind of created a whole cohort of people <laughs> who were training who just became noodles, you know, like very very yeah. uh, floppy and not enough structure in the body. And then um, at some point the idea of like reinforcing structure seemed to come back in a lot, and and then people started to understand this. But uh, lots of students I see vacillating you know they go backwards and forwards between being too loose too relaxed in the body and um and too stiff right when you sort of say you have to have more structure they're like this structure you know no not that structure <laughs> just this you know then everything else should stay relaxed and it's difficult to strike that balance but the the longer i train the more my concept of relaxation changes and i realized that it's possible to be um relaxed in the mind, right? Relaxed in your yeah. intention, relaxed in spirit, and and then have a tense body, right? You can control the tension, and you can use tension as long as you're relaxed on the inside, and you feel like yeah, you're yeah. in control of it. But the reverse is not true, right? If you're tense psychologically, you you cannot be truly physically relaxed, right? You can kid yourself that you are, like I'm relaxed, I'm fine, but you'll be carrying yeah. some tension somewhere just because you're psychologically right. So um, psychologically tense. So my my idea of what I'm working on with relaxation, and it sounds very very similar to um, your takeaway what you were saying from the um the structure of freedom uh, camp is that this idea that yeah. you, you need to work on the the internal relaxation first and then you see what you have to play with and maybe sometimes you can relax completely to escape slip away sometimes you can hold your ground as long as holding your ground doesn't make you psychologically tense right um and yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that whole idea of confidence and competence is i mean what if you see like a confident like a professional boxer or a confident professional police officer right and um, the, the way that we kind of distinguish even by looking at somebody whether or not they are confident is usually they're doing the same things but they look more relaxed right not necessarily yeah. in the body but they're just they're not in a hurry they're they're doing everything at the right timing they're they're precise right um and that that comes from experience of course um but also having yeah. been tested in various ways so that they're psychologically they're like mm, i've been here before Emmanuel Manolakakis will be coming to Durham, North Carolina on the weekend of January the 26th, 27th, 2019 for a two-day exploration of deep systema principles. To register online, visit www.ncsystema.com slash events. Before September the 1st, podcast listeners can claim an additional 10% off using the discount code HITME at checkout. That's H-I-T-M-E at the online checkout. Hope to see you there. So this idea that um, we can be relaxed on the inside and then do whatever we yeah. want on the outside, right? But uh, the reverse is not necessarily true. Yeah, but I, normally I say uh, we call. I call here uh, this, the word relaxation is very weird because people think uh, it's like a noodle. Some relax and people sure. 
I say like a, uh, a balloon in the gas station shaking <laughs> yeah. arms. Yeah. They, they like that. They say, oh, this is not realization. It, I, I normally I, I use the uh, adequation of the tonus for the task. Mm. That's my word for the realization. You mm. adequate your tonus for the task. That's yeah. the point. And as you say, uh, your, uh, your effort is inverse proportional of your experience. When mm. you learn, you, you, you use less effort. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, this is experience. But if you, uh, uh, knowledge is when you do not spend that time in experience, you're trying, trying, trying to see which works. Mm. That's the reason that we uh, separate uh, learning uh, knowledge from uh, experience. Knowledge, experience, experience is how you try, 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 and then you overcome something. And uh, experience and uh, knowledge is about how uh, you learn properly. I have a, stu- a structure um, in the past, as you say, military. At that time, he say, nobody train with the left hand. You shoot only do the right. Mm. So he'll have a shot in the, le- in the right shoulder. So mm. he cannot shoot with the right arm. So he, he used, change the hand and he started to then. This is experience. He learned how to experience. Then when he taught us, he taught with both hands. We learned how both hands. This is mm. knowledge. That's mm. the difference. Mm. Not, not every time you must hurt yourself. And uh, I think in the, in the, it's the same in the Sistema. When people, you say, oh, you must relax, you need to cheat then. How means properly, how to relax. Mm. And uh, how use your body properly. Don't do, not do too much effort to mm. one solve one task that's the point i think mm. and uh as you say the, the, the we, we in the 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 camp we learn a lot uh, there's a lot of exercise to keep you relaxed one of them is the use of the bad situation or in the worst situation you be smashing and holding tightening and people punching you when you start to keep it breathing and try to make a posture everything else and then you can solve the problem. Then you, your mind starts to be more relaxed instead of mm. only your body. Because normally when you can do punch or something, maybe you tense up your body for sure. Mm. But not in that way that uh, destroy your solution. Sure. Yeah. That's, I think, is the point. That's the reason that we always try to work on the mind. But the exercise through body reach the mind because you know you cannot relax the mind you say okay i will relax my mind mm. <laughs> it's not the point you need to do something that's the, yeah. the, the drills is for that i think personally. yeah yeah definitely it's i really like that phrasing that you've um, chosen there like the appropriate tonus right there's sufficient yeah. tonus for the task it's, it's, it's interesting if you look at uh like gymnasts or if you look at uh, even like weightlifters or something right they can pick up um, like a very very heavy weight that would be very very difficult for me and not just because they have more muscles or something right or they can or a gymnast can you know hang on with one arm and turn upside down or you know be on top of two rings and make themselves span out and come back again and and partly that's what they call muscle memory right is the is, it's the training of nervous coordination of muscles so that you can put things together yeah but it's also the, the reason why they can do that without looking like they're they're 
at the absolute limit of their tension is because they've learned to brace some muscle groups and leave others relaxed, yeah. right? So that they, in gymnasts, for example, they they like to just brace the core like crazy, right? They brace their back and yeah. their stomach and their hips and kind of like this part. And then they leave the shoulders and the hips typically quite relaxed in order to, or they pull the yeah. shoulders down maybe or something to create kind of a, a, st a stable base. And then they move off of that. Yeah. But they have incredible mobility because they're so strong in the middle, right? And that's one of the yeah. things. If they just had a floppy core, if they kept the core floppy, they wouldn't have the luxury of relaxing and, and being mobile through these other things. And I think there's an analogous thing in Sistema that, that's seemed to creep in with me over time is that um, if the core is too relaxed or if you're, you're relaxing the structure too much in the middle then um, your arms don't feel confident to work and then the shoulders will tense up, right? Or if you if you stiffen up the hips too much, um, then your legs can't move and, and you're not free to move. So there's this balance and it, and it's not just an all over thing. It's not, oh, your whole body should be 25% tense, right? <laughs> or your whole body should be 10%. Mm. It's like, well, sometimes you need 50% here and 10% here and you, you should be in control yeah. of the things that you're doing. And, and, and eventually that becomes an unconscious thing, right? That you can control in the moment and in reaction to other people but it's a difficult thing to learn you know when you're learning weightlifting you practice one move you know you practice like a yeah. deadlift or something and people will practice that for years with coaches telling them oh here's how to do that one move right and all they're really doing is learning how to coordinate tension in one place and relaxation somewhere else we do this but not moving through one plane but moving through every plane and with people pushing yeah. you and punching you and it's so it's little wonder then that it's so difficult <laughs> for us to learn yeah. this because it's a, it's a very complex task in terms of the brain and the body the thing that we're trying yeah. to learn is, is so so complicated but it's i mean you can see the results in in great instructors you know you can see that tension and relaxation playing out and when you see it in michael or you see it in, in vladimir it's um it's it almost seems supernatural like superhuman yeah. but then if you yeah. look at an incredible acrobat right or a gymnast and you look at them you know it's, it's maybe if you had never seen that before you'd be like and you know some new generation of person would say oh it's fake you know <laughs> nobody can yeah, do that yeah, with yeah. their body you can't do 50 somersaults off a building and land and be okay it's like well you can if you know how to control your tension right <laughs> and and your yeah. so this is an interesting thing to me it's it's like an elite um capacity for control you yeah, it's great that you said. Uh, I'm I'm a from I'm a physical educator and I work with gymnasts when I was young. Yeah, and that's the thing that uh, we work in and learning how to fight. We say fighting properly, fighting the muscles sure. properly because mm -hmm. it's a kind of a sequence of muscles working together. Yeah, and for uh, do something, you need to one part we call we call stabilization, and another part must be mobile. Sure. So this is, is is the work in the body. Some mm. part stable and some parts mobile. Yeah. That's the gaming in the body. Mm. And um, the mastering is, is make things easy what's hard. Mm. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's about this because when you do something, uh, every time you show something, because if you push some strength, and, and uh, there's a tricks. Normally when I do to my students say, um, when they do something, I, they make faces, you know, ugly faces. Sure. Yeah. Do that. I say, don't do that because you imprint your mind that you're doing a hard thing. Sure, yeah. So if you relax the face and start to smile while you do hard things, yeah. your brain understands as, okay, it's not that bad. Sure, yeah. yeah. So you start to teaching your body. It's a kind of tricking your mind. Sure. Because 
Because normally when you do something hard, you make a face. Mm. It's not a problem. You breathe, you hold your breath, you make faces, mm. uh, tight your eyes and something like that. Mm. When you try to relax, then you become more human. As mm. That's the way I think. Sure. So I start to teach my students, don't think that way. Because this is, okay, this is a normal way. Mm. Uh, it's not a natural way. Sure. Mm. <laughs> because people go, misunderstand the natural and the normal. People, yeah. every do, everybody do the normal way. Mm. Not the natural way. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think sometimes the difficulty can come when people try to skip steps, you know, like in gymnastics, for example, you wouldn't jump straight into a handstand and try and hold it for 20 seconds. You spend you know, months, years preparing your wrists and coming into half stands and kind of, you know, inverting against a wall. And, and gradually you can get comfortable in all of those positions until when you eventually find yourself in a handstand, you're like, oh, I'm comfortable here. And I think sometimes yeah. what people do coming back to that original idea of, you know, you and I years ago buying VHS tapes and trying to watch Vladimir and then copy what he's doing. It doesn't work because he's already so relaxed. He's already put in all of the work required to do those movements that when we try to just copy Vladimir, it's no good because we didn't put in the work to, to relax the knees, relax the hips, to understand the the balance of, of stability and mobility in the body. Right. Um, so, and that's of course why Vladimir and, Michael, give us all these drills that come down and pushing and pulling and understanding movement with the body and crawling and ground movement and all of those things. But I think sometimes people want to leapfrog, right? You know, they see, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, I see Nelson. He moves so well. I'm just going to watch his tapes and then I'll copy him and I'll do the thing. It's like, you can't for the same reason that you can't do a 10 second handstand you know? <laughs> because yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah. do the work, you know? So it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a frustrating thing for beginners, I think, because sometimes they don't see that that boring but necessary work that has to be done yeah, to get yeah, to the yeah. fancy stuff yeah, so, yeah. you have you you have a young kid uh, they yeah. don't want to stand up they don't bother walking they mm. work hardly to crawling and try to stand something hold something to stand and then they, they then sure. one day they start walking yeah it's the same in, in the Opposition. When you start to handstand, it's the same. You need to learn how to hold yourself, sure. start to uh, prepare your body for the, that movement. It's the same thing instead in the opposite. Sure. The same work. You need to work hard in the same as uh, natural way to mm. uh, walking is the same. Mm. That's the reason that uh, to relax, Vladimir and Michael do a lot of walking. I do a lot of walking too. Walking, yeah. walking, walking. Because walking teaches us how to relax. Yeah. But the, no, nowadays, people do not like to walk. No, they, they run or they do interval training or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. They, everything the, has to be high pressure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Walking is, 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 the, is a good exercise. So I try to teach my students how to walk properly. Mm. And uh, they did realize that they don't walk properly. They step on the heels too much. They tense the ribs area. So they mm. start to walk and relax. Then they start to move. And, 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 as you say, Michael said it was the same then we start walking, breathing, then pushing each other, higher arms, and mm. this and that. Then you start to learn how to work in fight because we fight walking. Sure. We are fighting yeah. on the stand position. We don't. Yeah. Unless we do capoeira. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> even capoeira, you can yeah. put the hand on the floor, but most yeah. of the time you are in stand position. Sure. You, yeah. you know? So some ways you escape or something like that, you go to the floor. But in the same way, Sistema, mm. we. Walking, then we go to the floor and mm. how to properly do in rollings, how to go to the, with the one hand, two hands. We start to uh, 
be used with to go to the floor and come back from the floor. Mm. Then you uh, work your how to crawling properly. But if you teach people one hour crawling, they, be, they say, oh, you are crazy. I don't want to do that. But sure. if, if, you, <laughs> if you do some crawlings to, to relax the shoulder, to uh, correct the gait, mm. then, because I use the crawling to correct the gait. So uh, mm. I use crawling, then I stand again, and then you sure. see, they start to see, oh, I'm walking better. Yeah. when you're crawling because mm-hmm. that's the way that uh, our bar learn how sure. to walk properly yeah crawling sure <laughs> so, so you just reverse engineer <laughs> sure yeah mm-hmm. i use this to my student then they start to fight and then they fight on the floor and stand then you change the position uh, mm. change the levels so that's the way the system uh i think uh, work in the in the wall training sure. uh, pr- go the floor back and that isn't that then you learn how to fight because it uh, I normally I use the word. Uh, we don't learn how to. We are not not a ground fighter or kick puncher or knife fighter or weapons fighter. We are fighters. We learn how to fight with our body. Then sure. you put weapons in our body or uh, situation mm. in the floor mm. or seated. And then then we learn how to. As uh, I know, you are as shooting. You learn how to shoot. Well, okay. How you, you start to shoot? And seated? No. They lie down? No. So mm. standing. Okay. Sure. Then you learn how to shoot standing. Then sure. you sit. Then you lie down the floor. Mm. Is it the same way? You learn how you, you shooting. Mm. Is it? But uh, the, the the start is while you walking. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Got to come back to that fundamental all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, is it boring? But uh, as you say, you cannot frog leap. You, you, you must to be, uh, uh, do the basic steps. Because the basic not means uh, 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 easy or simple. must be the basic. You need to build from that. Sure. Né? And yeah. uh, normally I saw Vladimir and Michael, they do the basics. Uh, they use a pendulum. Michael all the time is are doing pendulum. You, yeah. you, they move in the pendulum. And... Uh, they are briefing correctly, they are relaxed, they are using the basic. Hmm. In the, the good basic seems advanced. That's sure. what I, I, I think. It's not a, they don't do advanced techniques, they do basic very good. Sure, yeah. It's, yeah. Mark <laughs> Jason, again, my friend, a uh, good friend from here in Charlotte, likes to say that um, there is no advanced system, there's just advanced basics. You know? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good great. It's a good word. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Mark is an amazing guy. I like him a lot. We, we, we always talk in the to take a beer off the class and talk and start <laughs> yeah. to be we old guys like to talk sure yeah he's always up for a beer after class out there <laughs> we share that that's definitely that's yeah that's great. definitely good now he lives on the beach yeah. so he's having the, the great time so. <laughs> great time yeah for sure for Real. sure for sure so so what's now what's next for you do you have any uh seminars are you staying in um brazil to teach mostly or are you traveling to teach yeah, I uh, this year I travel for the, for the camp. I teach in, in Colombia, uh, mm-hmm. United States, and uh, Mexico with okay. Josefa. Probably Great. next year we do the same. I will do, I was fixing a seminar in San Antonio, Texas, mm. and in Mexico City. This is the, in the Argentina. I think I will do too. Sure. Great. Brilliant. So that's that my yeah. agenda for this year. Uh, for prob- next year. This year I finish my. My traveling, I think, not just seminars in Brazil because it's always, always Christmas and I, I try to be more yeah. at home. <laughs> sure, yeah, stay home for a while. Yeah, definitely. Ever. Yeah, yeah, because I, last year I traveled, this year I traveled a lot. I go to United States, I go to Mexico, I go to Canada, Colombia. Yeah. Sure. 
Mexico, so yeah. cheating and this and that. So it's great. Yeah. Now yeah. I quite a bit. I was interested in, because um, you're one of, um, well, not few there, I guess there are others and instructors as well who are teaching law enforcement and military. And, and the question that I always like to ask um, with instructors, I've worked a little bit with law enforcement and military, um, most more with military than law enforcement. We don't seem to be able to get the funding to work with yeah. law enforcement here. They're very averse to it. But, um, but what have you found are the differences that you have to make when you're teaching military and law enforcement? Because often the time scale is compressed, right? You only have maybe yeah. three days or a week or something to work with them to, to try and get in all of these concepts and as you say if you're trying to teach something like aikido in a week it's almost pointless because it it takes so long to get even the fundamentals of what's happening that yeah. it's um it's it's hard to even get them to a practical combat level with aikido in one week right you're better off teaching yeah. you know, krav maga or boxing or something you know it'd be more useful in the short term um but aikido works in the long term if you if you've trained for many many years but it's difficult to do that in a week um so with sistema similarly there there are some things in sistema which are very very uh, practical immediately then you know some escaping from home some retention of weapons things like that are very very simple um or very practical right away but other things like what gives sistema its power um and its and its strength its ability to relax your mind and things like that it, it takes time to develop so what, what tactics do you use when you've only got like a week to work with a with oh, a green okay. unit right and to what what do you yeah, like yeah. to teach well well normally we we they don't give us a week to work normally they okay. want to do so for the three days or two days three days okay. to... yeah sure yeah yeah, Even worse. yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> normally we work on this day uh, it's a hell you, you have uh two three days to work uh these days i'm working more with uh prison guards you know here mm. in brazil you uh, we have a very south american prison environment it's not uh, that easy um so mm. I try to teach them uh, awareness, how to brief properly. I teach the square briefing. Normally, I use the square briefing yeah. to train it and how to brief to recover, don't be in tunnel vision. Sure. Uh, I, try, I try to teach them how they show uh, the environment mm. uh, awareness. And uh, I give them solutions instead of uh, tools to training. I, I give some solutions for them mm. because they... I, I, always do the same that way they show me what problems they face mm. and or what situation they face in the in the jail or in the arrestment and mm. uh, they have a, I, I face a situation I try to hand the coffee a guy and the guy do that or that or that I say okay mm. I, let, then I start to work on the problem based uh, cheating Gotcha. They have yeah. a problem. I teach them on that problem. Of course, I have a, a schedule that what I need to teach. Hmm. But in uh, some point, I start to solve the problem. They show me I have this problem yeah. and what I can solve. So I start to use that solution. Hmm. If I have more time, I, I used to uh, develop more skills, like how to punch it properly, uh, how to use the structure to to uh, break the guy. Hmm. Um, some some points that you can unbalance the person, uh, how to uh, use the weapons, how to protect your weapon, how to use your weapon to punch or everything like that, mm. how to shooting in the movement, something like that. Yeah. But uh, mostly of the time I work on this uh, base problem uh, teaching. That's great. So in inquiry-based learning, right? So that's nice because yeah. they they own it, right? It's like it's like well, this is yeah. my thing that I wanted, and now I got it, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the way that I use normally for law enforcement. Uh, yeah. Military is different because they uh, 
Well, military is different from law enforcement because they don't have to uh, care about your fault. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Law enforcement, we need to arrest the guy. Yeah. And uh, in the law, in the military, we don't care. If yeah. you, the guy don't surrender, you shoot, then it's okay, yeah. no problem. Right. But in law enforcement, you need to. If the guy try to, you need to arrest him. Mm. And the prison is rust. Is the best guy, the bad guy there, mm. and uh, you don't send him to prison. He's mm. already there. Sure. So you need right. to have the problem you know sure. and here in brazil we have uh, weapons and knives and everything there inside mm -hmm. the prison because there's a lot of uh, bad things happening sure. and uh, there's a lot of uh, stabbing situations mm -hmm. now where they find the uh, guns and explosives and it's a, it's a hell so mm -hmm. you need to treat them how to watch the environment sure. and uh, see if there is something different i always say to them Pay attention on the, the picture sure. and see if there, there is something that was not there and mm. is there now. Mm. To see that there is something different because it, it, I, I always say you learn how to feel with experience, but you need to feel very quickly. You watch and yeah. say, okay, what's wrong in this picture? Yeah, yeah. So that's and it. then they start to, to, that's one thing that I always work with then, how to watch the picture properly and uh, and as i say they wrote me the problems that they face and i mm. try to show them how they solve great yeah that's i mean i think that's a great approach with a lot of different groups with specific needs you know i know i've taught um women's self-defense workshops for quite a long time as well you know women who want to learn how to stay safe and it's it's funny this the, the approach is almost the same so i basically teach them situational awareness and like how to spot somebody if they're following you or if they're like hiding or or if somebody's like approaching and they're hiding an arm maybe they have a weapon they're going to present and and just spotting those cues to run right or, or putting up a psychological fence to let you let them know that you've seen them and just make yourself a more difficult target at first and then after that I used to have like a very restrict curriculum where I'd be, okay, first we escape from holds and then we do how to smack somebody in the face and then we do how to escape, you know, somebody is mounting you on the ground, how to flip them over. But um, but now I do a little bit and then uh, I let them talk and usually they'll be like, oh, you know, what happens if, you know, my boyfriend gets me by the throat and pins me to a wall? I'm like, okay, well, we can work on that. And, you know, things like this and it becomes contextual to, to the actual problems they're facing or the, all the problems they think they will face. And sometimes... Yeah. They think they need one thing and they actually need another, right? I remember in one, yeah, yeah, one yeah. seminar, this lady was like, what if I'm coming out of you know, the shops and I have uh, two bags and my hands are all, I have, I'm carrying lots of shopping and then somebody attacks me, like, um, how do I hit them with the bag and how do I work with a bag? And I said, you should just drop the bags and run. <laughs> you, know, you don't need to like keep the bag yeah. when you're defending yourself. You just drop it. There's nothing in the bag that is worth more than your life, right? But she was yeah. incensed. She was like, "No, I want to keep my bag. I mean, it's my stuff. My laptop is in here." And she, and she, I'm like, "Well, can you change it?" She's like, "No. Every day when I leave work, I come out. I have some shopping, and I have my my expensive laptop, and I walk to the car park, and I'm like." maybe you should leave your laptop at home or maybe, you know, leave it at work or maybe you shouldn't, you know, occupy every hand when you come out. And uh, so, but it's interesting. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. they ask one question and they don't always like the answer, but it's, it's necessary to kind of lead them towards a different place. Right. It's, it sounds quite similar. Yeah. People don't want to change the people. Yeah. Uh, they know that the behavior is wrong, but they don't, they want solution on the wrong behavior. So you yeah. need to say that then look at you must to change this behavior. Just sure. that. It's yeah. not, uh, people want to, Normally, people want to fight. Mm. You know, they aren't a solution for a fight. They say, man, you don't want to fight. You want to overcome. Sure. So, so it's different. You need to, 
it's a different mindset. Sure. I yeah. don't want to fighting. I want yeah. to win. Right. Survive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Survive. It's yeah. not about okay. I I drop this. I can. Okay. If you have a cup of uh, you know Starbucks coffee, you throw the coffee. So mm. what's the problem? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, <laughs> throw the coffee. It's hot. It's always says. Yeah. Be aware. It's Caution. Hot. Very hot. Very good for throwing in people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not done. And you run and it's finished. You don't need to. You know. You don't make points against the, the bad guys. So I think it's, it's a problem that they have and also a problem that they have here because all training is about the uh, flinch response. Sure, yeah. It, it stress, it over, it, it over, uh, inoculation of stress and flinch response. Mm. And I try to say, okay, this is one solution for the body, but mm. we have a flow. You, can, you, can don't, you don't need to be a flush of adrenaline to solve all the problems in your life sure right yeah 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 even if even if that is the even if you learn to defend yourself effectively that way think of the other areas of your life that will spill over into right you just see everything yeah. as a, something to fight you know it's a, not yeah. good for health so I, I try, yeah long term is horrible for life that's yeah. true yeah but i try to say okay you can you need to control this rush of adrenaline and try to 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 see other solutions yeah, because, but uh, all the training, military training at all, is all about uh, in, in, uh, stress inoculation, adrenaline, mm. and patient response. I I always be against the wave, you know. I try, mm. okay, this is what I always say. Oh, in that course, we learn that way. I say, okay, mm-hmm. it's that course. Sure. Here today is different. Okay, we learn different because that's uh, I am a teacher. He's a teacher. Is different. You know? sure. We have yeah. a different approach. Yeah. So I try to introduce this not all the time. Of course, I work sometimes in stress inoculation because when it's needed, stress inoculation, mm-hmm. I use. But mm-hmm. not all the training needs sure. to be stress inoculation. Sure, yeah, yeah. And, uh, this is uh, very hard to put in the mind of the person that, okay, if you don't, there is no stress, not real. I say, what's real? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. so it's a valid question. <laughs> Definitely. Well, because uh, when you're training shooting, nobody's shooting you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shooting a piece of paper, standing there you yeah. know, the whole time. Yeah, and, you know, that's reality. Is that is it? <laughs> yeah, You're learning. This is a process of learning. It's not about the yeah. Uh, no, it's about learning. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you, well, yeah, well, thank. Well, maybe we can do a, another. It would be good to devote another whole hour, I think, to, to to some of these principles and some of these ideas. So, if you're open to it, I'd love to have you back on the podcast at a later date, and we and we can do yeah. another one. Will be my pleasure. So, so if people are in uh, Sao Paulo or they want to get in touch with you, they want to. They're maybe listening to this, but they didn't know that you were here doing Sistema. Uh, what's the best uh, website for them to go to, or the best place to find you online? Uh, we have uh, a website mm. uh, www.artemarcialrusa.com.br. Okay. okay. It's Russian martial arts, but in sure. Portuguese. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, Facebook too. Is uh, Sistema Brazil with Z Brazil. Sistema okay. Brazil. Yeah. And you can find me there. And uh, that's the way mostly we are. We have a, a channel, YouTube channel, and Instagram channel too, because right. people nowadays they, they have social media. We we are in the social media: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, right. uh, and these things. YouTube. Right. And uh, in, in the people have have uh, questions in, yeah. in any language because uh, I I do speak in English and Spanish. If the people right. want to learn something in English or Spanish, I'm I'm sure. able to. Great. Show. 
Brilliant. That's great. Well, well, hopefully we can uh, get you up here to train. And um, um, if you're open to it as well, come back on the podcast later on and we can uh, discuss some more things like further. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you very much again for uh, for making the time, Nelson, and um, hope to speak to you again soon. Muito obrigado. Oh, de nada. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to find out more about classes, workshops, and seminars at NC Sistema, please visit us online at www.ncsistema.com.